News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. This is On The Mark. I am Mark Hespin, and we are brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. They are your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country. Tell them Mark sent you. Join the Cunis family today. If you're in a lower pay, if you're in a high payment for your monthly payment for your vehicle, check them out. They're going to they're gonna lower your payments. That's what they're doing all this weekend. It's great stuff going on at Cunis on the Hyundai. All right, welcome on into episode 93 of On the Mark on this July 10th, a rainy, rainy July 10th. Some crazy storms moved through the tri-states last night, so hopefully we're, if you're waking up here in this area of the tri-states or uh, whatever part of the country may be listening in that... Uh, Weather's treating you okay, and you're in your uh, everything's uh, set and good. My little brother who lives down in uh, South Carolina was just having to deal with all that uh, all that tropical storm going through. It's funny, as you know, I forget. You know, my little brother's not even lived there for you know five months. He just bought a house down there, and I keep forgetting. I'm like, oh yeah, there's a tropical storm in like the southeast, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, that's my family. I have family down there now, uh, and so uh, it's just one of those weird things you got to put in your mind. Also. Just a quick shout-out as we get going. If I sound smarter this morning, if I sound more mature, if I sound more highly educated, that is because this is my first time doing On the Mark as an uncle. So congrats to my little brother on the birth of his incredible, beautiful little daughter and my, and my um, sister-in-law, uh, little Kirby Quinn Hespin. There's another Hespin running the, around the earth. I don't know if we needed more of them. Uh, but we got him. I'm very excited to be an uncle for the first time ever. Uh, very excited for my parents to be grandparents. So if I am smarter this morning, and if you're listening to my ta- my takes on like the NBA Finals, which we're about to talk about, and you're like, wow, Mark is really on it. You know, it's because I, I now have a level of wisdom even more so. You know, you take on that uncle role, and all of a sudden you just feel smarter. <laughs> or maybe dumber. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. Uh, let's jump into it. You got a lot to get to today as we look ahead towards the show. Uh, later on in the show, we'll talk a little Euros. We'll talk Fury Wilder getting postponed. What a bummer that is. We're going to talk MLB All-Star break. The All-Star break is all about one person, and the MLB needs to focus in on this one person. I'll give you all those details. And why Aaron Rodgers is going to lose this battle with the Packers, but he's going to win the war with the Green Bay Packers. I'll explain that all coming up. But right now, we're in the middle of it. The Bucks are down 0-2. The NBA Finals has been headline number one. Has been headlines on the mark. The Milwaukee Bucks may be down 0-2, but they ain't done yet. Remember, oh, about two weeks ago, a little two and a half weeks ago, the Milwaukee Bucks... We're going home, down 0-2 to the Brooklyn Nets. Now, obviously, the Brooklyn Nets then had the injury to Kyrie Irving. And James Harden came back, and it wasn't 100%. But the Bucks win games 3-4 and four at home against the Nets, despite incredible performances from Kevin Durant. And the Milwaukee Bucks then steal game 7 
on the road and win and move on to then play the Hawks, and now they're in the NBA Finals. The Bucks ain't done yet. One of the reasons why I think the Bucks aren't done yet, and I'm not ready to stick a fork in the Milwaukee Bucks, even though historically the numbers would now say teams down 0-2, it ain't good. It ain't good for the teams down 0-2. But one of the things I'm going to say in defense of Milwaukee is that Milwaukee has lost two very close games in Phoenix despite a, a real lack of adjustments, not knowing how to handle Chris Paul and Devin Booker in the second half of either of these games, and real inconsistency from the other two stars. So before we get to Giannis and how amazing he's been, one of the things that gives me hope if I'm a Milwaukee Bucks fan and I'm thinking we're going home, do the Bucks have a chance? One of the main things that gives me hope is that Holiday and Middleton – have each had up and down games. Holiday has really been bad in the first two games. Ten points in game one, really a non-factor at all. In game two, 17 points, but it took him 21 shots to get there. He was really abysmal in game two. And late in game two was no help offensively. Meanwhile, Chris Middleton, he had a really solid game one. Stepped up really nicely, I think 29, 28 points in game one. But was abysmal in game two. 11 points. Uh, on, uh, I think, uh, 17 uh, shots or something like that. It, it just was not good. Absolutely brutal for Chris Middleton in, in Game 2. Giannis, meanwhile, has been fantastic in Game 1 and 2. Giannis is playing the type of basketball that he needs to play for the Milwaukee Bucks to win. So I believe I can get consistent Giannis if he plays this way, especially now, always plays better at home. He'll get a little bit more calls at home. He's getting to the free throw line anyways. I, I, I feel I can consistently get what I'm getting for Giannis, despite the knee injury and despite you could tell he's not 100%. He's playing in the post. He's not jacking up threes. He's being aggressive down low. Besides DeAndre Ayton, the size of Ayton, Milwaukee has a size advantage in this, in this matchup. And realistically, as much as I don't love what Mike Boonehosler is doing, the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, he's not making enough adjustments, especially in the second half against CP3 and Devin Booker. They are doing a great job of having Lopez and having Giannis play very big in the post. So I feel very confident that I can continue to get that from Giannis. I can continue to get the Greek freak going for almost 30 and 15 and dominating in the low post. Having that real nice mid-range game, one of the things you're noticing from Giannis's game, too, when he plays in the post, he has real post moves, and not just at-the-basket post moves. He has that kind of Dirk little one-step fadeaway thing that he does, a really, really good touch around the basket for the two-time MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo. So if I can get that from Giannis in games three and four, which I think I will, I have a good feeling... Then in one of these games, in one of these games, Middleton and Holiday will hit together. And all I need in the other game, because they're at home, is for one of them to play really well. And then Lopez and one of the others, Connaughton, have a couple hot threes. And I feel like, I feel very confident saying the Bucks can show back up in Phoenix having this series tied 2-2. The only way I don't feel is, the only way I feel as though the Bucks will not show back up in Phoenix 2-2, is if for some reason Giannis doesn't show up to that level. I I do feel confident that I'm going to get, 
in game three or game four, in one of those two games, Middleton and Holiday showing up together. And I feel confident in the other one of the games, one of them's going to have a good game, and then one of the others will step up. Milwaukee has a deep bench. A lot of the guys, Bobby Portis will show up at home, feed off that energy. A Lopez will show up at home, feed off that energy like he did in game six, uh, in game five and six, uh, when they were closing out the Atlanta Hawks as well. I feel confident about stuff like that. And I feel very confident about Giannis playing well. But the only way Phoenix doesn't, uh, the only way the Bucks don't go back to Phoenix, tied 2-2, is if for some reason Giannis has a really off night in game three or four. I feel good about him playing well. It's at home. It seems as though whatever he's dealing with with the knee, and you could tell the knee's not 100%, he's found ways to manage it, and the treatment that they're doing is working. I got a good feeling, though, after this series ends, however it ends with a win for Milwaukee or a loss for Milwaukee, Giannis is going to have a very, very, very long summer of taking care of this body and getting it going. The other thing I saw was really funny. I saw a tweet, and I and I think it's worth mentioning here. Um, you saw Giannis getting very vocal towards the end of Game 4, and I think that's something that's really important because the, the Bucks again, the Bucks in Phoenix, while they didn't get consistent play from either their, their number two and number three stars, they had a real chance to win game four. If you watched in midway through the fourth quarter, the Bucks had cut the lead to five. They were shooting well. They got back on defense. They give up two offensive rebounds off of two missed threes. The ball ends up in Chris Paul's hand. He hits that dagger three. That killed the momentum in the run. And then Phoenix goes on to win. But in those games, game one was, I, I never felt like the Bucks really had a chance to win game one late, like midway through the third on. But there was a real chance for the Milwaukee Bucks to steal game two, uh, in the, in late, midway to the end of the fourth quarter. They were there. They had that lead cut. They had the chance for one of those offensive rebounds. The ball ends up in Chris Paul's hands on a third chance for a third three. Phoenix hits that third three. Place goes nuts. Go, lead goes back up to eight, and the Bucks could just never chip it back down to five or or, or below that. The Bucks were there, so the, don't count the Bucks out just because they're down 0-2. If you just look at the box scores and you just think, oh, team's down 0-2, blah blah blah. The Bucks, without a hundred percent of Giannis and without their number two and number three stars playing consistently at the same time, had a chance to really steal Game Two, and uh, I I feel very strongly about the Milwaukee Bucks being back in Phoenix 2-2. I will say this, though. Game three is everything. Game three is absolutely everything. The Milwaukee Bucks will win game four, regardless of what happens in game three. I'm, I'm like, okay, barring a massive injury, but I'll go out there and say they'll win game four because what happens? If Phoenix somehow steals game three, Milwaukee, extremely inspired, will come out. Phoenix maybe come out a little looser, let them get to a 3-1 win. Phoenix are going to want to win it at home in Game 5, celebrate in their own home court. The Bucks are winning Game 4. Game 3 is now the whole series. It's the whole series. Because if Milwaukee can win Game 3, I think they will win Game 4. You'll see them steal this momentum back, come back out big, strong, physical, at home, getting the calls, get this series to 2-2. If Milwaukee loses Game 3, it's over. And it'll probably be over in five games. 
So I game three is everything. That being said, I feel very confident that the Bucks will be uh, going back to Phoenix 2-2. And we'll see. In a week from now, we'll take back to the air and we'll see where I'm wrong. I do want to take a moment, though, to shout out to the Phoenix Suns because, again, I credit where credit is due. They're scrappy. They're fighting. They're clawing, getting great production out of guys like Bridges. Jay Crowder has been big at uh, hitting big shots in big moments. Uh, and it's one of those – Jay Crowder is one of those NBA veterans now that you're looking around saying, man, this guy keeps showing up for teams in important games, in big games. And Jay Crowder's the type of guy that you want surrounded by young guys. Him and CP3, really the veterans on this team, carrying a lot of that emotional load and is saying, hey, young guys, you just go out, play hard, play hard, play aggressive, play free like you've never been here before, and it's really working. Aiton wasn't great in Game 2, but him and Booker were phenomenal in Game 1. Chris Paul is really playing a similar to like how LeBron James has played when you watch him in these in these playoff runs. He kind of feels out the first halves, feels like, oh, okay, this is what they're trying to do, especially against a Milwaukee team, and, and Boonholzer, the head coach, deserves a lot of criticism for this doesn't really make legitimate adjustments at half. That's how they play it. They played straight up. They play their game. And uh, he trusts his guys to make the plays. That's, you know, you live and you die by that. You can also over-adjust. And there's been plenty of times where I've given crap to coaches for over-adjusting. It feels like at times Boonholzer, though, is under-adjusting and not giving his players that little extra bit of information or help or to help them try something uh, I do think the Jeff Teague move on Chris Paul has been interesting. I think it's helped a little bit in the second half. But I, I, but credit where credit's due. Booker and Chris Paul have really shown up in the second half of Game 1 and Game 2. Game 3 is everything. I think Milwaukee takes care of business. I think they get Game 4 as well. I think it's 2-2. But I will almost guarantee you the only other scenario is Phoenix wins Game 3, Milwaukee wins Game 4, Phoenix wins Game 5 at home. It's over. There's two ways the series goes right now. It's 2-2, and we're going almost seven games, or it's Suns and five. That's that's my prediction from here on out. I have a feeling I'm putting my money on it. You know I put my money on it. I bet the Bucks before the playoffs even started to win. I got a feeling this is going seven games, and it's going to be an all-time classic game seven. I got a real feeling. These teams are closer than we think, even though it's so weird because they play very different styles. And to be honest... That, that watching the offense of Milwaukee can be painful at times versus watching the offense of Phoenix seems so easy at times. You're listening on the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Kunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. If you're listening on the radio, appreciate it, or in the app, that's awesome. Just know also you can tune into the Facebook Live. Uh, just search On The Mark KMO on Facebook. When we come back, Aaron Rodgers has lost the battle, but he will win the war against the Green Bay Packers. My thoughts on that next. Live and local on a Saturday in America's hometown of Hannibal. It's on the market. News Talk 1070 KHMO. 69 School. Grocery shopping. Doctor's appointments. The gym. To the airport to pick up loved ones. To the kids' soccer games. Piano lessons. Out for movie night. To hear your favorite band in the city over to Grandma and Grandpa's house and on last year's amazing road trip. 
Your vehicle takes you so many places. Protect it. When you leave your vehicle, remember to always take your keys or key fob with you and lock the doors. If you suspect auto theft, contact the National Insurance Crime Bureau at 1-800-TELL-NICB. That's 1-800-TEL-NICB or visit our website at www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Thank you, America. Staying home isn't as easy as it looks. It's hard missing out on family gatherings, graduations, and weddings. For many, staying home has meant job loss and financial hardship. Infectious diseases experts are fighting COVID-19 in hospitals, public health departments, and laboratories across the country. When you stay home, you're helping us win this fight so we can emerge strong and healthy together again. Sponsored by the Infectious Diseases Society of America Foundation at IDSAFoundation.org. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. Uh, they have over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from, an incredible network of dealers. Uh, they're doing this incredible thing uh, starting this weekend where they are um, refinancing for you. You don't have to buy from them. If you have an auto loan right now and you're just like, why am I paying this much money? My credit's improved since I bought this car. Stop by Cunis, refinance with Cunis. They will get you into a lower payment in your own car. They're not going to sell you on a new car. They don't want your, they, they'll take your car. You can do all that, but they will literally just get you into a better loan. Uh, I, I'm telling you, the stuff that Cunis is doing is big brain stuff. You know those memes? Small brain, big, galaxy brain. It's galaxy brain type of stuff. They are uh, head and shoulders above the uh, competition here in the tri states, and I am very, very proud to be a part of the Cunis family. Tell them Mark sent you. All right, welcome on back. Let's jump into it. Hespin headline number two. Hespin's headlines on the mark. Aaron Rodgers has lost the battle, but he will win the war with the Green Bay Packers. So let me explain. Uh, 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 this past week on, I think it was Tuesday, which is weird. It was going up against game one of the NBA finals. And I think it's partially because TNT doesn't get the finals. They, they they lose out the rights to the finals to just ESPN ABC. So they were trying to do something to maybe steal a little thunder from the NBA finals. Uh, but let's just be honest. As fun as the match is, you know, Mickelson and Brady versus Rodgers and Bryson DeChambeau, when there's NBA finals basketball on, the, I'm going to watch the NBA finals. As much as fun as the match is, I, I'm watching real sports. You know what I mean? Something that really matters. Um, so I think it was just a weird scheduling thing. But during the match, of course, and I think Aaron knew this going into it, um, he, he he wouldn't have agreed to do this if he didn't know there was going to be questions about, hey, Green Bay Packers, the situation. You haven't been at any of the, the camps. Where are you at? Are you holding out? Uh, and, and he was getting pressured about where would Aaron Rodgers be on September 12th for the game one, uh, Packers versus Saints, the opener of the season for the Green Bay Packers. And uh, they asked him, you know, who's going to be wearing number 12 uh, for the Packers that day? And he just kept saying, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Aaron Rodgers is trying to tell us something. And I think it's really also important that he was with Tom Brady the past couple days because Tom Brady has gone through this. And, and I believe that maybe they didn't have a direct conversation about it, but I believe that 
Aaron is smart enough to, even if he didn't talk to Tom about it, understand that he's in Tom Brady's situation from two years ago. You're trapped. You're unhappy. But you can't do anything about it. You can't do anything about it. The Green Bay Packers are not trading Aaron Rodgers this year. They're just not doing it unless someone is going to just absolutely blow up the whole roster market thing. And I don't even know if Aaron would then agree to that. Because if you lose out on all your draft picks and all your players, what kind of team do you want to be going to then that does that? I mean, it's like when the Knicks traded for Carmelo Anthony. It's like, okay, you got great. You got Carmelo Anthony and you got nothing. So I, I, I firmly believe everything we're hearing, all the reports we're getting out of from the great people who we all trust in the, in the media, the Adam Schefters of the world, it's not happening. The Green Bay is not even answering calls if you're asking about Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers, he also came out in the pre-interviews uh, uh, and stuff to the match talking about, listen, this summer is all about his mental health. And I respect the heck out of that. If Aaron was extremely frustrated and he had every right to be, we as the media may have overreacted. Listen, he said what he wanted to say on draft night to rib back at the Packers. He knows as soon as he can get free of Green Bay, he's done. I think Aaron has seen what Tom Brady went through. Tom Brady was unhappy the last two years in New England. He released that whole documentary on Facebook. We all watched it. We all heard Tom Brady talk about uh, Tom Brady's wife. Tom Brady was the editor of it. He had final say. He kept in the part where he let his superstar wife say, all he wants is a little respect. All he wants is a little like, hey, every once in a while, yeah, the reason we've won six Super Bowls is because of the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. Is that too much to ask for? He wasn't even getting that. And not only was he not getting that, they were terrible drafting offensive weapons and building offensive talent around him. And we saw it last year and it fell apart. But Tom Brady lost the battle with New England because he wanted more weapons and he wanted a new longer contract. He lost that battle. But Tom Brady's won the war with the New England Patriots. He's got his seventh Super Bowl and the New England Patriots have Mac Jones. And we'll see what that looks like with Bill Belichick and Mac Jones. But Tom Brady, the Tom Brady Patriots, you know, history books, he lost an epic battle. He wanted to stay. He wanted them to to help build around him more. He wanted them to draft more offensive talent. He wanted them to sign free agents. He lost the battle, but he won the war because he got out and he got to a place that embraced Tom Brady, that showed him love, that did whatever he asked for, and he won a Super Bowl. I have a very strong feeling Aaron Rodgers is going to lose this battle. He wants... Players, go get me Julio Jones. Go get me J.J. Watt. They're not doing it. Green Bay Packers don't operate that way. The New England Patriots don't operate that way. You're losing this battle, but he's going to win the war. Because Aaron Rodgers, in a year from now, will get out. They will trade him in a year from now when the cap hit is in the mid-teens and you still have then Jordan Love on a rookie deal and you're not paying him jack nothing. And they need to know then, they need a full year or two of Jordan Love to realize, is this the guy or not? He will get traded next year. And and at that point in time, the, the, the value for the trade back, all that stuff, it's going to be way more um, fair market. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers could say, 
look at these teams. What can you get from me in these markets? And I think the quarterback landscape for a guy like Aaron next year is going to be way more um, free, easy, and open. Think about the teams. You still have Denver. You may have New Orleans. You may have uh, the Pittsburgh. I mean, there's going to be some real, real openings. Uh, you may have uh, Carolina if it doesn't work out with uh, with Sam Darnold. There's going to be some legitimate openings. Who? What? It may be Vegas again. There's going to be some real options for him to go. Maybe Minnesota. I don't know if Green Bay would do that trade, but there's going to be options. There's going to be real options for him in real mar- in real cities, in real markets, in real teams. Um, Atlanta. There's going to be opportunities. So I I really feel as though Aaron Rodgers has lost this battle. He's not going to get traded, and they didn't get him the weapons he wanted. You know Aaron Rodgers was trying as much as he could to put the pressure on them. Draft me some wideouts. Go get a Julio Jones. I'm all for getting J.J. Watt. Let's win now, win now, win now, win now, win now. My legacy is about winning. Green Bay doesn't operate that way. It's the same thing as Brady. Brady was saying spend, spend, spend. Draft high, high draft picks. Get me some talent. And New England was saying, hey, Tom, let us do our thing. And that was Belichick. And and what happened? Brady, as soon as he could. Now, Brady was a free agent, and he negotiated that differently. But as soon as he could, he skipped town because he realized he lost that battle, and it was an epic battle to lose. And a year ago, think about this. We thought New England kind of won. Like, all right, Tom on the Bucks, It'll be fun. I'm sure they'll win 10 games, 11 games. They'll probably make the playoffs. Good roster, but... This will be just a fun thing for Tom Brady to twilight his career. Look what happens. He lost the battle. He won the war. Aaron Rodgers, a little bit more of a tricky situation for him to win the war. And in order for him to really win the war, I don't think he has to win a Super Bowl. But I think in the end, um, he has to. he's going to go somewhere where if he shows that for he's got longer than Brady, four or five years, and winning multiple playoff games and getting maybe to another Super Bowl, and 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 then we I think we all feel as though Jordan Love is not going to be Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. He'll have won the war. He'll have won the war. And I also think Brady's stamp on winning the war even more will be. I think the Bucks could easily repeat this year. And and if by this time next year we're not thinking of Mac Jones in the way we think of Justin Herbert or or or. You know, a Deshaun Watson, young quarterbacks, you see him for one year. If if we don't feel that way about a Mac Jones, we're going to once again say then New England lost the war even harder because you could have had two more years of Brady in his prime, if you you know, or great Brady years where he's out there winning a Super Bowl, getting to another, whatever it may be. If you'd have just built around him, that could have been New England. New England could have seven. New England could be going for eight. And 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 I feel as though that's what we're going to be sitting there. With Aaron Rodgers. In a year from now, when he gets traded, because he will, he'll play for Green Bay this year. They'll win 11, 12 games. He'll make a deep playoff run. He'll be in the MVP race. And then he'll be, I'm out. Trade me. Who wants me? Move on. Relationship done. And Green Bay will be ready for that. Then it's going to be about, all right, Aaron lost the battle. Can he win the war? I think you will. You're listening on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. We are brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, Faith Family Giving Back. Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. 
You want to be a part of the show if you're listening on the app or on the radio? Uh, follow me on Facebook. Follow the show on Facebook. Search On The Mark, K-H-M-O, on Facebook. I post things throughout the week, little you know, kind of teasers about what we may be doing on the show. We do the Facebook Live so you can watch me in studio and uh, and uh, comment away and have fun in that regard as well. So you can find me On The Mark, K-H-M-O, on Facebook. All right, when we come back, we're going to focus in on Major League Baseball. And it's a big weekend going into the early part of next week, All-Star break. And I hope Major League Baseball gets this right. I think they will because even Major League Baseball can't screw this up. I'll explain all that on the way. Live and local on a Saturday in America's hometown. It's on the market. News Talk 1070 KHMO. Take us anywhere. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO. And the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. Equal opportunity, especially in the workforce, is the cornerstone of the American dream. Being employed gives us the confidence to be financially independent. There's real meaning in supporting ourselves and those we care about. We feel respected, useful, even empowered to become leaders. But what if you were one of the six and a half million people in the U.S. with an intellectual or developmental difference, such as autism? 81% of adults with developmental differences don't even have a paid job, and only about a third of the public believes they're capable of having leadership roles. Now is the time to change that. Join the SunTrust Foundation in supporting Autism Speaks, Best Buddies, and Special Olympics in creating pathways to one million employment and leadership opportunities for this talented community by 2025. Together, we can build a broader workforce for the future. Visit DeliveringJobs.org to learn more. What does the sound of a school bell bring to mind? Homeroom? Lunchtime? The day's end? Or the end of school entirely, as in kids dropping out? At Communities in Schools, we work directly inside schools to help those students whose ability to come to school is often jeopardized by hardships, the loss of a loved one, poverty, lack of housing, or bullying. Hear from a few students whose lives we have touched. They've always had my back. They've always done anything to help me. At Communities in Schools, we empower students to succeed in and out of the classroom. They've been there for when I've had any questions, any problems personally. Anytime I needed support, they were there. Our mission is to ensure that at-risk kids have someone by their side. It means a lot to me to graduate. It's just a big accomplishment. Communities in Schools never gave up on me. They told me I can do it, and I did it. Communities in Schools. We're in schools to help kids stay in school. See how we help all students succeed at communitiesinschools.org. There's a place to share the joy of your team winning it all and a place to share a laugh about skiing and taking a fall. There's a place to share photos of pets or singing in the choir or the time you ate a pepper and your mouth was on fire. But we could all be better at sharing how we're feeling inside. 76% of employees have struggled with at least one issue that affected their mental health. When you share, you're not alone. Ask about your company's emotional health benefits. Visit heart.org slash sharing. Brought to you by the American Heart Association. 69 dollars today. Otherwise, overcast skies. High temperatures reach up to 77. South winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Chance for scattered thunderstorms again. Tonight, lows dip down to about 68. Overcast skies. Chance for scattered thunderstorms tomorrow. Daytime highs approaching 76. Cloudy skies expected. Right now, 68. Welcome on back. It's on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by 
Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith Family Giving Back, tell them Mark sent you and ask them about the complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty on all new and select used vehicles. Insane what they're doing. Insane. Uh, it's one of those things you just, it doesn't sound right because you've never heard it before. Uh, but Cunis is doing it. Tell them Mark sent you, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. All right. Um, it's time for me to start giving the proper recognition to something that I've never seen before in my life. And that is what Shohei Otani is doing. Uh, the outfielder for the, uh, the outfielder, pitcher, outfielder, designated hitter, all around insanely talented freak for the Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles or whatever the heck they want to call themselves. Shohei Otani is for the first time ever uh, in all-star history going to be pitching and designated hitting uh, as a starter for both. I mean, this dude is absolute electricity. And and I and I'm trying to make sure we don't just overhype it. We, we do take a moment to actually say this and it's factually true. Unless you were alive to watch Babe Ruth do what Babe Ruth did when he was an elite pitcher and the home run king, we have never seen this ever before in our lifetimes. So if you're old enough to sit there and said, yep, nope, I remember going to games and watching Babe Ruth strike five guys out while starting a game as a pitcher and lead, lead the league in home runs, you've never seen this before. That is what this guy's doing. And he's not just some joke of a pitcher, too. That's the other thing. He's a real pitcher. I mean, the dude's got over like 70-something strikeouts this year. He's the starting pitcher for the All-Star team, and it's not a joke. It's not like, oh, this is some gimmicky thing. He's the starting pitcher for the AL All-Star. And he leads the whole MLB in home runs. And not just by one. He leads the MLB in home runs by five. At the All-Star break, as we go into All-Star break weekend here, you know, we hit it on Sunday officially, he's got 33 home runs. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who's having an insanely amazing season, and he's electric. And a guy who everyone was worried about was going to ruin baseball because he's so flashy and electric, Fernando Tatis. They are tied for second with 28. Shohei Otani, the pitcher, who throws 98, throws smoke and strikes guys out has 33 home runs five more than Vlad Guerrero Jr. and Fernando Tatis who are like the young faces excitement of baseball we have to put into perspective what Shohei Otani is doing it's incredible it is absolutely incredible and that is why even I don't think baseball can screw up this weekend uh, well, really, you know, starts Sunday, but goes Monday into Tuesday. He is playing, he is, and I, and credit to him, he is doing the home run derby. And that's huge because it's a lot like LeBron James never did a dunk contest. And I think LeBron James should have early in his career done a dunk contest. Cause what is, what's one of those stupid things that people, you know, rag on LeBron now 
Well, Michael did dunk contest, and Michael showed up. He wasn't scared to do that. LeBron, LeBron should have. I think, and I think looking back, if you were to truth serum LeBron, I think he would look back and say, "Yeah, that was probably a mistake. I I probably should have done one dunk contest my rookie or or second year in the league." showed off what a freak I am, won a dunk contest, and just got that out of the way, and then I have the pressure of, of then doing it again. But I love that Shohei is doing this because it takes real cojones. It takes stones to say, no, no, I'll do this. Because that is a whole type of mental, you know, it's it's pressure. There is, if you, if you bomb, it, it can be embarrassing. I mean, we've seen it. Even in the steroid era, the guys, you know, and now that's because it's different, you know, it was outs for a swing and stuff like that. You had, you know, Frank Thomas, I think at one point in time, had like two home runs in a round. Like, it can, it, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy to, to show up and to put out for the, for the home run derby. And the home run derby is, you know, one of those iconic things in sports. So we talk about the long ball and hitting the home runs in the home run derby. It is, the highlight of All-Star Weekend. So he's not only going to get Shohei in the Home Run Derby, we're going to get Shohei pitching, we're going to get Shohei uh, hitting in the game as well. And and I hope, I really hope that, that MLB embraces this, they put this kid on this stage, they put his face up there, and they let him shine this weekend, along with, obviously, the other young stars, the Vlad Guerreros, the uh, the Fernando Tatises. I mean, I mean, you listen to the starters for the National League. Let's think of all these big names in baseball: Freddie Freeman, first base; Tatis Jr. Uh, it's at shortstop; Nolan Arenado, uh, one of the best players in in the world, uh, starting at third base. Uh, you have Ronald Acuna Jr., the Braves outfielder. Um, I mean, these are these are stars. These are young energetic faces of the league. And then you, you go, you go into it. You got Mookie Betts. Obviously it was one of the reserves. Juan Soto is one of the reserves. Chris Bryant, former MVP, one of the reserves. Uh, and then you talk about the American league. It's the same thing. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Mike Trout obviously gets to start big name, but he's not playing. Um, but Shohei Otani, you have um, Olsen who's had this huge breakout season, um, Jose Ramirez for the Cleveland Indians, Correa for the uh, the shortstop for the Astros, big big names, and 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 uh, obviously Bieber, Cole, uh, the pitchers for uh, for the American League, big big names shining in this moment. But Shohei is the one I want the MLB to focus on, and and I and this is the kind of catch twenty two to it. And I don't want to be the downer guy, but I think it needs to be said when you talk Shohei. This isn't going to last, okay? Shohei, there's there's just no way in three years from now he's going to be winning nine games as a starting pitcher and hitting 45 home runs in a season. I, it just can't. There's I, I just don't see it happening. So let's appreciate the greatness of the run that he's on now, and eventually Shohei will turn into an outfielder, who can maybe be at a, 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 a reliever for a team as well at part time, uh, and then a DH or whatever it may be. Eventually, he's going to turn into a position player who just hits bombs, and I think that is awesome. And 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 he'll have a long career doing that. But let's just appreciate right now that we are seeing something in baseball that legitimately, unless you saw Babe Ruth play, we have never seen this before. And that is so 
damn impressive in a, in a game, in a, a sport where we're constantly blown away by stats and it's a stat sport. We are seeing things that this kid is doing, Shohei Otani, that we have literally in our lifetimes never seen before. It's impressive. And hats off to him. And I and I hope baseball supports him this weekend, puts their arms around him this weekend, and lets this kid shine this weekend. All right. When we come back, wrap up with a couple things, including Euro talk, big fight talk. Don't go anywhere. Live and local on a rainy Saturday in America's hometown. It's on the mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO. $69. I'm Megan Hawker, and welcome to Heartbeat. Many of us have gone through and may be still going through very difficult challenges. None of us are immune to trials. If you're anything like me, during these times, it's hard to not try to control every aspect of the situation and lose sleep over trying to fix it on our own. However, I've learned that when I trust God during my trials, there will always be glory in the story. Often it never looks how I imagined it, but the greatest gift of getting to the other side is the encouragement you can offer someone else. Remember, there is someone out there right now who needs to be encouraged by your story. Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. KHMO and the KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis country. Tell them Mark sent you. You've been hearing the ads all morning here during the show as well. They're doing that incredible $69 down promotion today. Final day. Can you get into it? Excuse me. Uh, they uh, not open on Sundays. Day of rest, be with the families. They live and breathe that faith family motto. So uh, check them on out today, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Shop online, cunisquincy.com. And as always, tell them Mark sent you. Thanks for making us a part of your Saturday morning. As always, I encourage you, follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespen, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. You know I will be talking tomorrow on Twitter about Euros 2020. Uh, NBA final stuff, giving out some picks, some bets, do a lot of gambling stuff on the Twitter, uh, Instagram, just a little crazy. You know what I mean? Have a little fun with it. Uh, and as always, if you, if you like the show, follow along the show on Facebook on the Mark KHMO on Facebook. Speaking of Euro 2020, uh, it's one of the things I want to wind down the show with. If you've been watching Euro 2020, it's been electric. And I think one of the main reasons it's been electric is England. England, Harry Kane, and this story of them haven't not, they have not won a major tournament as a country since I think the 50s or the 60s. It's been a, been a long, 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 long time. They're on this electric run with, of course, the final being in London at Wembley Stadium. Uh, so England has got to play all their games at home. It's just been one of these kind of incredible Cinderella stories, but in their way now, Sunday when they battle at 2 o'clock local time here in the Midwest against Italy. Uh, a great, great opponent. Uh, young stars on the Italy team. And it's one of those things where it my it feels so special. And, and you know I've talked a little bit more about Premier League soccer on this show here recently. Gotten into the Premier League. A lot of it has to do with my sister living in England. 
Um, but you start to really appreciate um, just fandom. And you watch these these English soccer fans and the uh, the uh, the Danish, you know, especially in the incredible run that they went on, really is gets you excited for the Olympics, gets you excited for Olympic soccer. And as an American, it makes me want that. It makes me want the USA men's national team to be better. We get that with the women's team. Uh, we get that sense of pride. And I cannot wait to watch the women go out and just dominate the world. Uh, and and feel that pride and that energy and that passion. You, you love, love, love how great women's soccer is in this country. But it it you it makes you want that from the men's side because you, you when you get to see this that that country pride and uh, and and these uh, tournaments you know in North America that you know uh, and then in the world in the World Cup and and, and the Olympics you want to be on that stage uh, and you see it with Euro twenty twenty. It's just been electric and so. I'll be pulling for England mainly because I don't want my sister's building to like burn down because the English fans go crazy if they lose. Uh, so I'll be uh, rooting for him. It's coming home, that's for sure. And Harry Kane, it, it's also the nice thing about watching like, and again, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not going to pretend that I know the game of soccer really well, but we're all sports fans and you know, like when you watch Patrick Mahomes, you know, okay, that guy's special. You know what I mean? Like that guy is like the best in the world at what he does. Doing what he does. You know, it's like when you're watching Ovechkin in hockey. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. That guy's Sidney Crosby. Like, oh, yeah. I don't need to be a, a, a total puckhead and be like a hockey nerd to be like, oh, no, that guy's better than that guy. Like, that's like the best players in the world. It's the same thing when you watch a guy like Harry Kane in Euros playing for England. You're like, that dude is special. That guy is special. Uh, Copa tonight as well. Get a little Lionel Messi. Uh, my goat, Messi, getting to, uh, getting to play for Argentina as well. So a lot of great international soccer as we lead then into the Olympics and talk more about it when the Olympics get going off. But, uh, I would highly recommend if you haven't watched any of the Euros, turn it on tomorrow afternoon. If you've got nothing else to do, give it a chance. You just watch how competitive you watch the fans, the atmosphere it, uh, in London tomorrow. It's going to be special, special day. I also wanted to mention, I'm very bummed. Very bummed to learn about Tyson Fury's uh, COVID-19 positive test postponing Fury Wilder Part 3 that was supposed to be uh, Saturday, July 24th. Now, I wouldn't have been able to watch the fight anyways because I'll be in uh, production and we'll have a, a show that night. Uh, Quince Community Theater, Chicago the Musical, come on out, support your guy. I'm in it. It's going to be a great show. Uh, but I was going to dissect every minute of that fight, watch it back, uh, watch all the clips, find it on YouTube and everything. Heavyweight boxing is one of those things that, again, when it's great, it's great. And right now we are back into a, 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 a golden era of heavyweight boxing with Fury from England, Wilder from America, and then Anthony Joshua from England, plus uh, Anthony Ruiz, the Mexican boxer. We have some really great heavyweight fighters. And... I know everyone wants to see Fury Joshua, especially after Fury knocked out Wilder in Fury Wilder 2. Split decision 1, Fury gets Wilder in 2. I have a really good feeling about Wilder in this second fight with Fury. I was really, really looking forward to obviously support my guy, the American, uh, the Bronze Bomber. But it is a... Watching heavyweight boxing and skilled heavyweight boxers, there's nothing like it. I mean, these are giants. And they just punch like nobody's business. And uh, for I, Fury, we're, we're going to get Fury Joshua no matter what happens with Fury Wilder Part 3. 
I'd love to get Wilder Joshua as well and just let these three guys kind of go at it, try to unify some of these belts. So really bummed that that's getting postponed uh, due to the – it was a COVID outbreak in his whole camp. Uh, and they're not really releasing who's been vaccinated who's not. Makes you believe if there's a, you know, an outbreak, not a lot of them have been vaccinated, whatever tweets their own. But it's just a, a huge bummer. Um, the only way this fight is happening is happening in Vegas at T-Mobile just because of the money, the partnerships that Fury has, where he boxes, all this, that, and the other. And so uh, they're looking for dates, uh, you know, sometime in August, sometime in September. I hope it happens ASAP. I just want it to happen and 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 get this fight in. And And, and to be honest with you, for the sport of boxing and for the interest, you can sell it either way. What's best for boxing and heavyweight? It, it, getting Fury to win so he can kind of officially stamp that he's better than than Wilder. So then when he fights Joshua, if he beats Joshua, then you can easily say he's the best in the world. Or is the best thing for it to do is for Wilder to win, for there to be argument who's better, Fury or Wilder, for Joshua to fight Fury for Joshua to beat Fury, and then you could say, "All right, well now Wilder gets his chance at Fury." I, I, you know, either way, I kind of hope it happens that way. As the guy who loves to support Americans and all things America, uh, I would love to see Joshua uh, for Joshua and Wilder to get a chance, especially if Wilder beats Fury in Wilder Fury Three. I, this is going to be fascinating, and I'm so bummed that we got to wait more time for it because we've had to wait through COVID for these big back boxing matches, anyways. And uh, the COVID now positive test for for Fury putting this off. It's a real bummer. Again, it's one of those things. I don't spend a ton of time talking. It's a lot like golf, though. When you get a major tournament, we're talking it. When you get a major fight, we're going to talk it. Uh, because it's, it's the type of thing where heavyweight boxing, you know, and like UFC tonight, like McGregor versus Poirier tonight. Yeah, I, I, I just want a good fight. I just want a good fight. I'm not going to pay for it, but I'm going to go to a bar and catch some of it. Uh, I'd love to see McGregor win just because I think Conor McGregor fighting is good for business. It's good for sports, and it's it's fun to watch, even though I think he's kind of a scumbag. Uh, Thank you so much for making us a part of your Saturday morning. As always, follow me, Twitter, Instagram, at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. Follow the show on the Mark, K-H-M-O, on Facebook. Uh, thank you so much to Kunis Hana Hyundai for being a part of this program. Faith Family Giving Back. They're the best. Check them out. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Will we have, will we be talking NBA Finals Game 7 by this time next week? I hope so. It's on the mark. News Talk 1070 KHMO. $69 